I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Tom Cruise, and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great Sandspans radio podcast. Wow. Hey, Jack, this is the president, Sleepy Joe Biden, and you're listening to my favorite podcast in the world. Hey, fam. New theme song. Hey, Leonardo. Welcome to Hey, fam. <laughs> Who's Leonardo? You know that song? I know, like, Leonardo's bride. Was it good? Like, she don't like she don't like me for my car oh yeah she, she likes me for me. me is that yeah, the song yeah yeah, yeah yeah and even if i something something Not because i look yeah. like leonardo all that guy who was on fargo that was i think a, his name it. was steve that's what a weird song that's that, wow you break i want to do a, a geniusset.com episode like i want to see the songwriters break that down because they're like saying she likes me for me I mean, I like that they're saying Steve Buscemi's a good-looking guy or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's also, interesting. Like, you know, maybe this isn't our award to give, but if there was ever <laughs> a widest black guy of all time award, lead singer of Wait, the- is that guy black? Yeah. Oh, my God. If he was born a decade later, he'd be singing about, like, Goku and stuff. <laughs> like, it, with that same, How- like... When is that song? Is it, like, 2003 or she something? me for me. I think it's, like, 99 <laughs> to 2002. They were called Blessed, like, Blessed with an I, yeah. Union of Souls. B-O-S <laughs> B-U-S Yes Like Hootie of Hootie and the Black, Blowfish fame Black guy Like in a very white band But he's you know He's black he, as hell He sounds He's got like that You know he, Whereas got, Yeah This guy I actually literally You talking about this guy I He reminds me of like A Smash Mouth lead singer You know what I mean or Yeah like totally. Some of that ilk Reminds me of that like uh, Like Fountains of Wayne Jesus Christ They've been around since 1990 <laughs> It's brutal when you've been in a band for 33 years and like a podcast opens by saying, I can't believe that guy's black. <laughs> 1999 is when that, when that song that, came out. I said that, 99. Yeah, right. I said 99 to 2002. Yeah. She likes me for me. As if they have any other songs. Because though. Because. What a business of, what is it? Bus, bus, bussy? <laughs> bus, bussin, bussin Union of Salt. Bussin, blessed Union of Salt. Blessed Union of, that's a terrible band name, isn't it? So sick. I, there's so many weird lyrics in that in that song. Well, I think like, we should go through it. <laughs> I think first she goes like, "She likes me for me, not because I look like Tyson Beckford, not because yeah, they're just it's it's like really the, outdated." Something of Robert Redford. Okay, I'm gonna bring it up right now because you've got me. You know what it reminds me of? It's like a. It's been one week. You know how it's a yeah, song absolutely. that's just ben, references. It, it sounds like a bare naked lady. Yeah, it's a song that's just like Chicken references. China, the Chinese What's the chicken? song called? <laughs> That's the best line. The line. Um, My favorite. I always think of. I remember like hearing it as a kid. He's like, "I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "No, you don't. You're not at a funeral." Going yeah, he's up. told. I've, he, I've I've seen it, like a video of him talking about that lyric, and it was, like, it's, it's a real laughed. story. He was at his brother's funeral and he laughed. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it called? Business. I found no, it. <laughs> okay, let me find. The, so, who is Tyson Beckford? An actor? Not because I look like Tyson Beckford with the charm of Robert Redford oozing out my ears. I look like and then where else is another? Okay, yeah. Is it, it called it I is, Believe? No, no, that's no another. it's okay, called, called Haley Leonardo. That's why I started. Oh. Because there is one line. It's why like, did you start with that? What do you mean? Hey, oh, oh, because that song, I hear the, all the, my gym exclusively plays oh. the shittest music in the world. Sure. Haley Leonardo, she likes me for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And so I, I heard like a dance remix of this oh, earlier wow. this week. Okay, so Tyson Beckford is... um. An American fashion model and actor best known as a Ralph Lauren polo model. 
He was also the host of both seasons of Make Me a Supermodel. Wow. So I can see what that line means because he's like, I don't look like a supermodel. And he also doesn't have the charm of Robert Redford. But what she see, this is <laughs> what about this one. The collection of DVDs. She likes me for me, not because I sing like Pavarotti or because I'm such a hottie. <laughs> I oh, like her that's not a great her. one. She likes me for me, not because I'm tough like Dirty Harry. Make her laugh just like Jim Carrey, unlike the cable guy. It's literally a cable guy diss track. Whoa. Ben Stiller. They're, 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 How do you respond? <laughs> he let his culture shine through on one lyric. Uh, I like her fat. for her, not because she's fat. Yeah, pH. like Cindy Crawford. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, well, I just saw a bit that I loved. Um, the second verse is she don't care about my big screen or my collection of DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Well, someone that definitely it's cares the widest about... song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But someone it should who... be our theme song. So, let's do it. New, new uh, maybe we can get Joe, Joe Biden to sing it. <laughs> My and I think that hook. would go a little. <laughs> Did you see today? Speaking of Sleepy Joe, they found cocaine in the White House. Whoa! That's it's sick. like a new. They're like, uh, yeah, there's cocaine. Cocaine in the White- bear on Blu-ray. Uh, Hunter Biden is the cocaine yeah. bear. <laughs> I forgot that was a movie. That won't be making. It came out, out this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah we are going to talk about our favorite movies of the and least favorite movies of the year so far. I'm going to do a mid-year report, which means movies that. Were released up until the 30th of June. I so mean, okay, okay, and as well as that, we're going to talk about what I think has become our favorite movie of yeah. the year. We saw a preview screening of uh, Mission Impossible Seven. So uh, called that. Full know, title, please. Yeah, sorry, Mission Impossible X. No, come on. <laughs> um, Mission Impossible, Impossible Dead, Dead Reckoning, Reckoning Part, Part One. One. Uh, M I D R. They dropped the numbers after three. Okay. Am I one, two, three? Then. Tell GP, what, Ghost Protocol, RN, Rogue Nation. Whenever F. I want to see the full cast, I'm going to Google MI7. I'm never going to do that full. I, I just know I don't have to Google the cast. Yeah, you know, everyone. It is an incredible cast. It's incredible. Wow. But yeah, I think and just. Speaking for, of that cast, I just think we uh, don't have to talk about uh, that movie because. Uh, we, I mean, we're obviously going to talk about that movie, but I think we're going to talk about the rest of the year. Incl- it's, it's unfair to inc- include it in the other, uh, first six months just because, like, we're not going to talk about any other movie. So it's kind of like by design. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're going to do a spoiler free ish review spoiler in, in PayFam just tonight. because we know this doesn't come out till the weekend. At least. I think it comes out maybe next week. It comes weekend. out it's Sunday not- in America. Okay, right. It comes out Saturday in Australia, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And I saw it a week ago and Monday. So I, I've done so two screenings. Like last Friday and then. And then Monday Thursday Thursday yeah, I saw sure. it Thursday and Monday <coughs> Thursday you saw it with four other people In a huge huge multiplex cinema And I didn't enjoy the experience as much Because like there were NDAs Paramount people were coming around And like checking my ID and stuff It was really weird Every, every 10 minutes Every 10 minutes Making sure I hadn't uh, put a face mask <laughs> yeah. on I printed off a mask And then uh, on the Monday With a full packed room But not at a cinema. It was like at a, a convention center in Sydney. Um, so I haven't seen it in my optimal viewing, but no, that's a lie. I, I mean, you, we'll get to the story in, in a sec, but we saw it. Tom Cruise came out and introduced the film, which for anyone who's listened to like a, a sample size of these episodes, a sample amount of Hey Fam, y'all know what that motherfucker means to us. Uh, you yeah, know what that guy means to me. Especially you. Like, I, I, like, you know, I've I, unabashedly loved Tom Cruise for the longest time since I was a teenager. Maybe earlier, I think, Top Gun when I was like a kid Love Top Gun But then when I rediscovered uh, Rain Man As like a 12 year old I, I thought that was like The greatest movie of all time Yeah And then the hits start coming Magnolia You know what I mean? Like it was just like Eyes wide shut I yeah. love because it just I don't have to go into it But the guy fucking is a goat I remember I think my first Tom Cruise film At a cinema was Mission Impossible 1 Mm-hmm and then maybe Eyes Wide Shut. But yeah, it was just... Uh, not Eyes Wide Shut. What am I talking about? It was R-rated. I meant to say um, Vanilla. Vanilla <laughs> yeah. Sky. Yeah. I, th- I remember seeing Days of Thunder when I was like eight. Yes, that's another one I yeah, saw yeah. as a kid. Yeah, And Top Gun as well, The laser disc is up there. Yep. Amazing. Um, and and like when the, the, the stripper scene, my mom was like, don't tell your dad I'd let you see this. Tell your dad I'm letting you experience <laughs> yeah. art. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shit, I, dad. I, mean, I feel like there's a lot of things that like... Um, you're really into that I'll be like not dubious of, but I'm like, oh, that's one of Angus's things. Yeah, and and some like 
you know, you've you've gotten me into Star Wars, but Star Wars has been slipping hard. Star Wars for you I'm, is I'm, like I'm not off. a religion like me, no, where totally. I'm like, I need to know everything. You're at a point where I think uh, you can pick and choose stuff and be yep. like, I'll, I'll engage with this. You better believe I'm not choosing shit in the next year. You're not watching Ahsoka? Fuck no. Damn, dude. Yeah, I I'm, feel I'm for so you. good. Um, <laughs> um, but t- the Tom Cruise, I f- and I feel like it was, yeah, it was doing all of um, the missions impossible um, during lockdown yep. around the same time that he... Fast. Started doing big screen, big movie, loved Tenet. it about Tenet. When he was doing, because there's one guy that like, I think took the novel coronavirus worse than anybody. It was Tommy Cruise. The guy had a couple blockbusters in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. And this yep. man is like born to entertain. Like, you know, this isn't an episode where we're going to talk about his private life and his estranged children or xys but we we, that's we a, like that's to separate weeks. the kids from the artist we separate well he's already done that for <laughs> yeah. us but you know we're not talking about that today we, 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 that's that's next week's episode mm-hmm. but we don't need to talk about that that's what your uh your daily rags do you know but well, he's so he's 61 we were at his birthday we, 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 we watched, him play six, watched him turn 61 we were weirdly through, enough uh tom cruise actually born on the 3rd of july the movie lied. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as an entertainer, as the, I don't think there's anybody who's contributed more to the like later half of last century um, and early this century in, in filmmaking than like anyone else. And like, I, this I, guy is a producer now. Like, I, I know that he's an actor and stuff, but like when you really break it down, you're like, this guy, like he's produced the lot, co-produced the last few MI films. Produce this one whole like this is a Tom Cruise production and you, and like he came out with Christopher McQuarrie who directed this one and the He's last artistic two artistic partner um and they are like like a couple they are they're they, like they, they, they just they they finish you know each the fa- they, they live together their families like Chris McQuarrie's family and t- they're like we we've lived together for years essentially like because of they make so many movies yeah yeah that they like are living together I really want to find out how much of Top Gun Maverick McQuarrie actually did he did a huge rewrite a huge, yeah he goes he's got a writing credit. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much directing you did? I don't know because um, people theorize it feels that, right? odd that like it's not a Macquarie film because the other guy made Tron Legacy and Obsidian mm-hmm. and you know fine good movies but like Maverick is like some fucking insane pocket rocket of a film. It's I reckon like, the other guy just just rec- just filmed the um, the weird romantic scenes. He did the no, I think that was all Tom. <laughs> just the, <laughs> the shirts on, pants on, over the jacket. Um, yeah. Titty holds. Weird that he didn't ask um, what's the name if there was a baby in his stomach. <laughs> I know. I he didn't go to Jennifer Conley. Is there a baby in there? There a baby in it there. It was crazy because Maverick for a long time was like uh, the only thing I didn't like about Maverick was that like no, I, it was kind of charming. Just like two old people upstairs canoodling. But then Fast X came out and I was like, oh no, that seems completely fine. It <laughs> yeah, didn't have Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. like kind of asking in a roundabout way how babies are made. <laughs> it's just kind of what Vin <laughs> Diesel does. Dude, that oh uh, yeah, we're not. I was about to talk about Fast Ten. We are not doing that. We might in this capacity. We know we are. We, we, well, yeah, not in this very capacity. Very soon. But um, I don't think there's any like he's he's of a what I meant to say was he's like the last of a kind. I think Tom Cruise. Well, like, I, I don't put Leo or Brad Pitt even in that factor. Like they're younger. I just think Tom has been there. He's had the '80s career, which was like huge career. Mm. Then the '90s career, the auteur era. You know where he worked exclusively with like the greatest directors of a generation. And then he, we've had for the last uh, 15 years, essentially like Tom Cruise making, I'm Tom Cruise. And these are Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. But he, this is after he like, he fell off and then that defined himself. again. So I he fell like. off with, so the big, big, big fall off was publicly and um, not so much commercially, but publicly was war of the world. Tim and Spielberg fucking hit it out the park with minority report. He's this duo who were just like, damn, how have we not worked together, mm-hmm. but also look at this heat we're cooking with. Cruise has the rights for War of the Worlds, takes it to Steven Spielberg and is like, I want you to make this. They shuffle stuff around. So he makes it, I think, before Munich. I think Munich was actually going to be made first. And Tom's like, we've got to do this now. They do it. I really love War of the Worlds. I never seen it. I should watch it. Dude, it's it's fantastic. It's like you watch it and you're like, oh, this is like Steven Spielberg's 9-11 movie. Like it's basically that. And it's great because it's like, he's not really a hero in it. Is that meant to sell me on it? No, because it's like, you know, all great filmmakers you know react to things around them but do yeah. it entertainingly it's like it's his disaster film yeah he doesn't really I, I, i've seen like some of the chaos that, that it's great and it looks fun like it's a lot, a lot of, of people have watched it uh, i've heard like people who from new york be like there's just scenes where like people getting out of cars and looking up and they're like oh it was really um indicative uh, sorry very familiar to you know september 11 attacks but like the press tour then gets hijacked by tom cruise 
who you know the the, the couch jumping the, yeah of course and him and Spielberg have a falling out oh I didn't know that no but they only I mean again I based on like fucking film Twitter and stuff they they could have patched things up a few years ago but at a, it was like a pre-party for the Oscars or something around the early start of this year there's a shot of Steven Spielberg like basically embracing Tom Cruise and saying you save movies thank you <laughs> so they're fine yeah because of movies they're fine because of because Ma- Maverick is essentially like save cinema but even now like the the i love that we've had like a you know a mostly we've had an okay year so far for 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 blockbusters yeah a few absolute stinkers and like i feel like i mean i guess still like technically avatar 2 in a way is the highest grossing movie that is crazy because it's like i don't mean from a box office point of view i just mean from like yeah actually it feels like business as usual for the first time you know what i mean like it didn't even feel like business well i know it just just feels like there's a bunch of films on the horizon i think mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One. Mm. Um, you're welcome. You can just say MI Seven if you want. No oh, thanks. I, I, I'm just going to throw that to you. That's an option. Um, but uh, I think that is like the, the the sign of like, hey, the movies are back. Like I feel like the the, the Maverick the, the was, but it was like Disney has fallen. Uh, Olympus superhero has fallen. movies are fucking over. Tom Cruise is here. Tom Cruise is here. But you know what it is? It's not only that. It's just that like less than a year ago we had Maverick, and yeah. it's just like. Oh my god, Tom Cruise has bookended this phenomenal like cinema going experience with like two standout films that aren't like trying to like I don't know, they're just here to entertain and like You know what? I felt the same way about um two years ago when Fast Nine came out. Same, you and I, I was did. like But I didn't feel the same way when yeah, Fast Ten came out. That right, bookending yeah. was gnarly for yeah. us. But he is like there's no one like him. Like this guy's making his own movies now, and he and he loves cinema as much as these auteur directors, yeah. your Spielbergs and stuff. Like he's, and he's as worked important. with them, so it's yeah. almost like he's by osmosis. Like he's been basically learning how to make movies for 40, 50 years. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, like, and this and, guy's and, worked and with Paul Thomas Anderson and Stanley Kubrick and Steven Spielberg again. in the sp- oh, same in the span of like two years. Like that is crazy. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's a wild. That's wild insane. Run. And then he kind of was like. Done with auteurs now. Now I'm gonna put my. Now know, I'm the auteur. Now I'm, and he he is <laughs> I'm like the captain now. I'm the he's a stunt guy now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. If you'd like, that would watch be so Risky funny business. if they finally introduced like a best stunt award at the um. At the it Academy has to Awards. be like the Tom Cruise go, award. Yeah, but in the same year that John Wick Four came out, and they're like oh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, no, it has to be Tom. Like Keanu's an amazing martial artist. Not Keanu. I would give it to like Donnie Yen's incredible. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but I mean, yeah. just like. Ain't nobody riding a motorbike. <laughs> like they're doing stunts that like they could hurt their leg or their arm, you know, break yep. a bone. This guy's doing stunts that like. Dude, imagine if Donnie Yen was in the, a Mission Impossible. I mean, we've got another movie coming that would out. Fucking rock! It's um, Donnie Yen is the he is such a highlight of John Wick Four. I've so yeah, we, we, like in in putting together a list of the movies that I've seen this year, I was reminded how much I love John Wick Same. Four. Same. Yeah, I went through my like just letterbox because luckily for the first time, like I've been just adding movies I watch, and I'm glad I am because I was like, oh yeah, that was this year. That was I think this year. that would get me fully cinema filed up if I actually started logging my movies. I just log it's more for me like for this it's more yeah. so I don't have to go on Google and type in movies of this year and then get IGN front loading with like four MCU Dude, movies yeah, yeah, it sucks. Like, and I'm like no no I mean like real movies that I saw I went through all of our um, episodes to see what we were talking oh, about oh yeah, yeah sure yeah. which is not great because we're useless no, at putting that we hate SEO <laughs> uh, but uh, man yeah should we go, what should we talk well, about I, but I just want to talk about like, oh, yeah, like the press junket for for mission mi7 it's been crazy but it's been, it's been yeah it's been like they ask him all about the craziest stun he's done but i mean and, even and all, just all the cast like but then they talk about barbie they talk about oppenheimer and he's got such and they talk about indiana jones as and he well because they're talking about like oh you know it, you know harrison ford is 80 you're 60 i and i feel like tom cruise is not going to have the lull that that harrison had he will not be doing um because what's the last movie that he did where he played an original character that wasn't like a returning? I, I don't know, like uh, like uh, oh, Shrinking no. or something. Was like, he shrinking? Oh, that's a TV show. Oh, right. But you know, like what's that one with like he's on the Anchorman morning. too. He's on the morning show and he's like a serious reporter. And oh yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. That's but a crazy I, I, question. I feel like we're, like Tom Cruise is going to act himself to death. Yeah, he said he wants to still be doing this until he's eighty, like bare minimum. Yeah, which I believe and, and fully because he looks forty-one at the moment. So that's, we we got twenty more years of that at least, until, he, until he catches up to Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, Harrison's um, going to be uh, General Ross. 
Of course. He doesn't know, he doesn't know what Red Hulk is, but he's going to be General Ross. I, I love Harrison Ford and I love his answers. I forgot that he's going to be in the MCU. So did he. That's he's so like, dumb. He's like, what is that? No, I'm kind of like good on him. Like he's just like getting his money. I'm saying it's dumb because I'm going to have to watch it after. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to have to watch things. that movie. Dude. Yeah. That's like, that's that's outrageous. I can't wait for them to explain who Julia Louise Dreyfus's character is. They won't. Is. Yeah. 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 Um, but he's just, he loves movies. And this yeah. press tour, I haven't seen anything like it for so long. Like they're doing like basically every cap city in the world. Like you've seen them like they've been everywhere. Yeah. And so, all right, we, we got invited invited to, well, I didn't get invited. Angus Angus got invited. And as always, our friend Noon got invited and he brought no, me. No, he didn't get invited. Oh, sorry. His wife got invited. Yes. And he RSVP'd on her behalf and brought me. Yeah. <coughs> At my um, direction. Yeah. Thank you. Because he's like, Who do you want to come? He, yeah, I was like, we'll take Levens. I'm like, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know you had a spare. You should have asked, like, ask him straight away. Um, um, and it was, so it was cocktail um, dress. Um, so it was suits out. And it was uh, at this place in Sydney uh, called the ICC, which is like, like I said, a convention center. International convention center, which, and they just hosted like the day before SmashCon. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Which was a massive anime conference. I knew that because uh, a bit of backstory. The day before this, actually, let's go back a little bit. Let's keep the day before. All the way back. I um so I, the reason why I watched Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One so early was because I interviewed some of the cast members on Sunday, and that was at like three p.m. and uh, I had a call like time or whatever, so I showed up there. So this uh, big, big, big like famous hotel by um, Circular Quay, which is where the Sydney Opera House is, the Harbour Bridge. Which and, hotel? Uh, the Park Hyatt. Oh, cool, sweet. So and that's where like the Avatar one. That's where they. Do, it's because when they film it, they get the Harbour Bridge and yes. like ferries. Go, sorry, they get the <laughs> Opera House and stuff behind them, so it just like looks so nice compared to most. Because I'm taking like, I'm taking B to Pier One for her birthday. Oh, that's near week. there, right? Yeah, yeah, tight. But as I'm walking from the train, I'm like going through the questions in my head. I'm like. Oh man, I haven't really had a weekend just because like I had this like interview looming and so I was kind of like working on it at any time and this these two black vans pull up and Tom Cruise gets out and that's why I filmed and sent to you straight away. I was just like 10 meters from Tom Cruise. It was insane. So what was, was he doing a junket or was he just staying so at I the hotel? So I guess they were all staying at the hotel, but he, he showed up at that exact time, which I guess was turnover time for the interviews and they all got like a cast photo in front of a banner with the backdrop of the opera house and then like everyone dispersed and then I went in and interviewed them and he went elsewhere. But I was just like, I was quite, you know, I was nervous like doing interviews with like Haley people. Atwell. Haley Atwell, Palm Clementieff and um, Simon Pegg. Yeah. So. And they all love Angus's Crocs. They all mentioned my Crocs. Yeah, yeah. It was really great. Simon Pegg said that he tried to get them but they were yeah, yeah. sold out. <laughs> and I was like, sorry. And these are the, the Crocs that I've uh, previously described as looking, looking like a prolapse. I said that to Haley Atwell. Oh, good. And I was like, why? I felt so. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, I love your Crocs. I'm like, yeah, they're pretty like prolapse looking, aren't they? And she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, uh, that rules. That's Angus so one, Steve Rogers, zero. <laughs> Who ordered all the calamari? I can't believe that wasn't my first question. Were you in the booth when, yeah. when fucking Winter Soldier dropped where the calamari was? Keep forgetting she's in the MCU. Man. She's I, barely in it. After this movie that we She's not saw, in the MCU. I, exactly. She's in the TCU. She's wiped clean. She's in the TCU, yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, but funny enough. She's she, repented. Dude, she's in Endgame for a second. What? She's like dancing with Cap at the end as an old woman oh, or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So she's in the second highest grossing movie of all time, doing less work than like anyone else. That's awesome for her. She probably gets like residuals for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, get out. No, no, yeah, wait, so she's in, in the MCU. She's, she's in, in Cap 1. Cap 1. Dead as Cap 2 when she's like old. Old, yeah, yeah. And she, then like fucking Cap starts like smashing no, no, her no, daughter. No, no, she dies in Civil War. <clears throat> I don't think she's in Winter Soldier. Oh, no, I think she's in a hospital bed. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And then yeah, they go yeah. to the funeral and in she, Civil War. Yeah. She's not in it. It's um, just a photo of her. Right. But then she they, they did a spin-off series. Agent Carter. Agent Carter. And Which I didn't watch. But I watched I know two episodes of it. There's like a butler in it who ended up being in... Endgame, I think. Endgame yeah, yeah, in Jarvis. the like Stark... The original Jarvis. The original Jarvis. Yeah. 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 Um, he... Uh, Sorry, the other day I was t- telling B about like that I'm, I'm not watching Secret Invasion. I'm done with the MCU. I can't believe it. I love it. that. I love that. That's like... And she was like, what? Why? And one, it's because I don't want 
dad to babysit the kids and me have to say when he asks what what we're doing that we're going to see another Marvel movie because I, I think that's he so lost funny. so much respect for me. I love me. that you're so scared of that like <laughs> that that scenario. And then two, um, I just you know I'm, I I can't do it anymore. And she was like, I can't believe this is where you tap out. We watched all of Agents of Shield. You know, Did that you, was like eight that seasons time? of it. And I was like, yeah, but that was fun. Even when it was stupid, it was fun. Sure. Now, like Secret Invasion is, is she like the sad? least fun thing ever. No, she hasn't watched shit. She didn't even watch Black Panther 2 or like the, all, all the movies oh, that you and me she, have seen together. You're telling me she didn't watch Moon Knight? <laughs> she didn't watch oh, a second man, of Moon I'm Knight. I'm so jealous. She was refused to. She was like, it looks like a horror thing. I'm not watching it. I don't like horror. And you're like, no, it's horrible. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge difference. <clears throat> it sucks. You'd probably like it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, rude. But also Haley Atwell is in um, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. She gets chopped in half, remember? Yeah, oh my God, that's yeah, right. Yeah. She gets a fucking shield to the yeah. stomach. Yeah, that's hectic. She gets a prolapsed stomach. Yeah, but... Uh, so then I, I was fine. So seeing Tom Cruise get out of the van put me at ease. So I was, I was already on like... A, You're like, dad's here, it's fine. I felt like immediately seeing Tom Cruise, I was like, oh, these guys will be fine. Like, I was I was nervous because I was like, man, these guys are like famous actors and they've yeah. been between the handful of them. Then to, like fucking Pom and... Um, uh, her have been in Endgame You know what I mean Yeah like, yeah yeah I'm like And then there's Simon Pegg Who's like a You know a guy I've been watching since Paul like Simon Pegg Paul Simon Pegg uh, And I was just like Man these guys are fan And then I got there And I was like Oh there's Tom Cruise I'm like no they're nobody Like they are <laughs> But it, it really put me at ease Yep So I was already on like Crazy It was the stupidest 12 hours Because then the next 20 sorry 24 hours Because then it was like The premiere And I was like Fuck I've already seen this movie Like that's pretty insane That like we're going to this premiere and I'm like, got some notes that I needed to double check some lines of dialogue and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was like already bizarre, but yeah, you're right. We get there and it's like, I've seen the only one other thing at the ICC, Hideo Kojima speak for an hour. So I've now seen <laughs> Tom Cruise and Kojima wow. in the same building. And I'm like, tell you what, that might be my favorite place in Sydney. You're the, you're the like the the their commonality. Like the thing, I'm the, the, thing I'm the that guy that have in common. Yeah. yeah. It's not the toilets here. It's not the catering. And now, a word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. So, we get, I get there, like, I was, first of all, I missed the first five minutes of MI7 because I was buying everybody one, two, switch (laughs) from the local EV games. You know, but also for context for everyone that's not from Sydney or whatever, this is in Darling Harbour, and... If you've seen the original Power Rangers movie, it's where the final scene is. Of course, yeah, yeah. I think it's like fireworks going off. <laughs> so, you know, Sydney is a classically, famously a, uh, a city by the water. Mm-hmm. So, you're surrounded by water. It's a winter night, but raining. things are lit up. It, but it wasn't raining when I went. It was like quite lovely. But uh, there is more people I've seen there than I've ever seen. I, th- I would like, I think 3,000 people. I'd say like minimum 3,000, yeah. Um, and... Uh, when I got when I got there, you guys had just gotten in after lining up for about forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I drove, <laughs> and so my parking started at like five something. So I was like, I'll just drive in. I've got a suit. Like I don't want to like public transport it, and we'll just go line up. And by the time I got there, there was like thousands of people already, and it was like, it looked like the Oscars or something, right? It was crazy, except all the there were like no stars <laughs> well, that <laughs> until, was, until until the biggest until, star, the, the biggest star showed in the world. up. But yeah. Like, it, but it was weird. I, I feel like there wasn't a level of like B grade Australian celebrities no. there that I was expecting either. Which was kind of so it was like half press, but then there was a separate. So everyone on the Some upper level, on right? You bought the upper level away. of that theater was all you could buy tickets to. Yeah, a very like a, I'd say maybe a quarter of the tickets. Yeah, and the rest and was like invite, and we got like canapes. And Dude, it was like the best wedding I've been to. That's how I've been describing it to people. It's like the best wedding I've been to in ages. We were like. An hour before the movie started Everyone's in cocktail wear There's just like You know Pretty decent as far as Movie premieres That we've been to together Canapes Like this was no Chris Hemsworth Box of Oh um, way better than of, All the ones of, that we've done That's what I mean It was like uh, so much better There was like Fox Studios Things you would actually Want to go back to. There's was like, like wedding food Those like lamb shoulder sliders was great Really good Like Fox Studios Take note Yeah Yeah no it was I like think, You know done by a proper Catering company so Totally it was actually And you know food. what You know who's paying for it all Tom TC Yeah 100% he's paying for Cut it Cut the check he, he, it's, it's Tom Cruise production baby Only um, the fi- And this is a man Who resided in Sydney for a while So he, there was like a fireworks display At some point So which, he, I saw a video of it He like lit a fuse like Yeah because Mission it was Impossible. also an event That like people from the public Just watched 
It's already and in a place red, with a carpet. lot of foot traffic. Yeah, so yeah. people were leaving work and just going like, what? Tom Cruise? But there were like thousands of people watching this red carpet. It was crazy. And so, yeah, we were inside when the time, all was, by the time all the stars but actually rocked up. There's all these windows up. everywhere. Like, so suddenly glass. we see fireworks and we kind of rush over and yeah, Tom Cruise is like lit, lit a fuse. Lit a fuse. And also at this point, it's his birthday. Like it's literally yes. his actual birthday. So the whole time we're <laughs> so in... This is the most... In, we're going to like... Like nothing will compete with this as far as movie premieres go. Yeah, I agree like, with you. I, nothing's is, gonna come close, especially because of like I had no idea. Like I'd, I've been in ICC before, but I didn't know that there was a theater in there. Say, I guess it felt like kind of I guess lecture hallish. You know what I mean? Like so the seats yeah, weren't that we're, comfortable. There's like thousands of people like crammed into the lobby, just wondering what the what the fuck are we gonna do? It was pretty weird, wasn't it? Like there was no sign or time. <laughs> especially like there were so many moments. Like like so you guys kind of like saw that the um, I was trying to get a drink. Well, I your girlfriend was in. getting me a drink. I didn't realize. But then and I had her phone, so I couldn't contact her. <laughs> oh, my God. So then I yelled to her, just like, I'm going in to get our seats. So I was getting you, me. Noon. Noon was yeah. with me. So him and I got seats. We're minding like all four. And so I, I come in trying and to find done, you like, guys. And we already shit position. And I called, I called Noon and Noon's like, yeah, um, yeah, it's a shit fight. We don't have a seat for you. And I was like, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, we yeah, had a row. I'll see you after the show, after the movie. And I was like, what the fuck, news? So no, we had a seat. Yeah, we had a seat. <laughs> but then he called me and he was like, oh, actually, we do have a seat. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, no. But the thing was like, because <laughs> I was like, I'd, I'd sat down. I was like, well, I guess I'm watching this by myself. Fuck. <laughs> but the other thing is like, we had pretty shit position because of like the shit show it was getting in. Yeah, my neck but hurt after. Then it paid off it because we were like. Off. Maybe Pretty, six meters from Tom Cruise. Yeah, but to the side. Um, and uh, so it was hosted by the one and only Richard Wilkins. Who, who? How would you describe Richard Wilkins on like an international level? Like Alan Partridge for British people. Yeah, but I feel like he's American. He's like an entertainment like reporter. A white Steve Harvey. Uh, now Steve Harvey's like funny though. You know, like yeah, he, yeah, Steve Harvey's got bits. Yeah, yeah. Richard Wilkins doesn't have a bit. He's, he's not really he's, charismatic either. No, he's his not. Bit, he says he's just been interviewing celebrities his entire life. Yeah, he's it's he's like kind of just a bit dour. It's kind of weird because he looks like he should be fun. He's got silly hair and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But he's like just just yeah, he's it's it's He looks like the CGI host of the PS2 uh quiz yes, game Buzz, Buzz. You're right. Brought to life. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, anyway <laughs> And he's been he, doing this For as long as I can remember And so he came out And, he, and he's got a co-host Who had some girl Yeah some Who girl. was like 20 years younger than him Oh um, bare minimum Who got maybe three words in Over the course of the entire And they night. were just like She was just repeating Everything he said Um and Because uh, I was like Oh Tom will probably come out And say enjoy the movie And that's it Like I'm like They've done all their press shots Downstairs There was video camera There was sorry There yeah. were TV stations You know and, and to give Richard Wilkins a compliment Tom Cruise Was when he so he brings Tom Cruise out first, everyone's like, "Whoa, holy shit, it's Tom motherfucking Cruise!" It's pretty weird. And Richard Wilkins, has, because he's been interviewing celebrities his entire life, has probably interviewed Tom Cruise fifty like times. Time, yeah, and so Tom knows him, hugs him, hugs him, and then he becomes the host. Yeah. So Tom Cruise starts introducing. It's a Tom Cruise, Christopher keynote. McQuarrie, and then all the people that that Angus um, brings out Haley Atwell, Palm, Palm, Simon Pegg. But like, it becomes so, a keynote. But Richard Wilkins and this other chick are like interviewing Tom Cruise, like saying, you know, what do you, what do you think about Sydney? Yeah, man. I and he goes, oh, big screen. No, he goes, he's like, what do you think? How do you like Sydney? He's like, I love it here. And she's like, what do you love about? It? He's like, great people, amazing food. Big screens. <laughs> it's just like it was amazing. It was like the Tom Cruise shit that you and I have been saying since like Tenet stuff. Yeah, like, just in, like it was. So, you and I were we were in hysterics, weren't we? Like we were. Like, I, yeah. I, I was like a girl at a One Direction concert. Do you know why um, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise actually split up? I don't know, but I can't wait to hear why. She don't care about my big screen. <laughs> oh damn! My collection of DVDs. Damn, that's it. She's not a film buff. Oh wait, but then it goes. She likes me for me. Um, and of course there was a a lull. I was waiting for a lull. I wasn't actually waiting, but this is like before Tom had brought out any of the other actors, and I don't know, man. He oh, was I like, cannot believe I was near you for this. He was like six to eight meters in front of me. It was like, and so, and so, but so, and like. We're talking like there are thousands of people in this room. Everyone's quiet. Everyone's at this like, point. and so they're like, you know, it's your birthday, and and well, they didn't uh, even say that yet. I said it first, like before it was even brought up. No, no, no. So everyone was aware that it was your. They his were, birthday. but the host hadn't said it yet. Right. Okay. No, no, no. no. He, like the host had mentioned something about it oh, being his sure. birthday, and then there was a pause, and then you just yell out, "Happy birthday, Tom!" 
<coughs> and Tom Cruise looks straight at Angus. And he's like close enough that he can see and me. And goes, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I was already on cloud nine. <laughs> I could not believe. And like, it is like, you know, you are like. That's law now. That's like hey fam law that Tom Cruise. But you are like, you know, I've, you're an introvert. Yeah, like I mean, I don't you, yell at stuff. Exactly, that's and what I, I mean. I was like a teenage girl at a One Direction yeah. concert. I never like freak out over people. You met the Beatles. Also, like yeah. a lot of my job is like working with. I see people who are like recognizable a lot, and to me, it's just like everyone's just doing their job. Like you know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah, I don't yeah. care about it. Like yeah. and then seeing Tom Cruise, <laughs> I became like his fucking Harry Styles fan, Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Actually, we got the audio here. No, you just got to play it. It's, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all time shit, isn't it? Um, it was like, yeah, the fact that he just responded immediately. immediately. It was, yeah, it was such an amazing moment. <laughs> That's me, Noon, and Levin's laughing at everything. And oh, man, I was dying. So she just said to him then, What do you love about Sydney? Yeah. And then I started filming. Thanks so much. <laughs> I didn't care if that was it and the movie was over. Like, yeah, yeah. Then the fact we got to watch the fucking movie. Man. That crowd was amazing. Every time one of the actors came on their first scene. No, that crowd the- sucked shit. That crowd. Remember, like, how, oh, like, no, no, no. Yeah, you're the, right. The movie, so the movie hadn't to like get to the right at the end of the night credits hadn't started Present, like the movie was like wrapping up but it was far from over and yeah. people were just standing like I reckon like a few hundred people like was, le- left so, before the movie was over so fucked the disrespect but man. the um, cheering anytime like someone came on screen right yeah any, especially like, anyone that they'd, se- that they'd seen yeah, that was really before nice. the screening yeah. so yeah they, Tom introduces Chris McQuarrie they have this awesome chat about the movie and, and Tom was like you know we've we, he's this man has made movies with me for 16 years essentially like he was part of um, MI3 even Like writing stuff Ghost Protocol even Like uncredited And has been like Basically there And I think like Over time And this is like Tom's out of the auteur era And now he's like I'm now working with someone Who is kind of like Yes they're an artistic Person in their own right But they're also like My director mm-hmm. And does what I want them to do I don't know It's bizarre it's yeah. not bizarre. It's just like a cool pairing. Yeah, totally. And like, yeah, they just, they were, it was so nice watching them talk to each other. Like, they're, they're and they're so, so different. Yeah, yeah totally. And, but there's just this mutual respect. And only thing I didn't like about the energy was that not, it, it felt very G-rated. They like none of them were like was they were like what the heck and stuff I just like don't that. Think Tom, probably, oh probably, gosh, probably a Tom rule. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just like no swearing on set. <laughs> okay. So he does say prick in Fallout. Mm. Yeah. Prick. <laughs> Um, but then, then they introduce and like, so once Chris and Tom are on stage, are on stage together, they become the the co-host together. They're they're running it. And so Richard Wilkins' other chick is just like, and every time he tries to talk, like they just just talk over him, politely talk over him. Tom's amazing. He just kept coming out just being like, it's amazing to see you all. Like to us. And like, he would stop mid sentence and just be like. So good to see you all out of the movie. It's like it was just <laughs> speaking in Tom Cruise. And so they're like, "Oh, let's 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 bring on the the next guest." Next guest, and he was like, "Yes, yes, this yeah, this woman is an she's an amazing actor." <laughs> Yeah, every person that was there, was, best actor just, in the world. Amazing actor. He just described all the time. Constantly. Uh, he, when he introduced Palm and he's like, it's the only person who can sing the theme songs with their oh, name. Yeah, that was Chris, right? <laughs> he's so insane. Palm's dress was wild, too. Yeah, she's so cool. Yeah. I mean, fucking preaching to the choir, Tom. Like, <laughs> this is all I do. I see like three or four a week, you know? Yeah, that's... Actually, after the interview, I went straight back to watch Dial of Destiny. Oh, really? Sunday. Well, I hadn't seen... I went to see it in oh, multiplayer. Yeah, we see it with, with, with actual with sound. sound. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so that was like my big thing going into this screening was like, shit, what is the audio going to be like? The sound was great. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd like to see more movies. Yeah, yeah I thought really the sound good. was great. The, the screen, screen was, is the letdown. I thought it was okay. I mean, yeah. our angle was not great, That's but true. I, I can't wait to go watch this on like a like a day bed at like a multiplex. <sighs> I'm seeing I'm, it on again on Monday. I'm gonna go Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> so like we we haven't spoken about how we think of the movie. Obviously, we like it. Um, yeah, we'll get into more detail about but it. But yeah, so yeah. Um, and then anyway, <clears throat> they they finally get to after introducing Haley and and Palm and saying what amazing actors they are and they're both like amazing big, big actors and they both the, do their own the, stunts and yeah they're they're both people they've been both wanting to work with for so long um then they they introduce someone that you're all familiar with and then you hear simon Pegg's voice going like oh just wait a moment wait a second me, what, two seconds classic benji wasn't and it? i thought he was doing a bit but actually he was lighting sparklers on a cake that he wheeled out it was like uh, a was black a- cake that said am i uh, mission impossible well, dead reckoning part one <laughs> and had sparklers in it, and then everyone finally got to sing happy birthday to tom cruise it's fucking insane <laughs> the, dude that story is insane my favorite part of that was that everyone in the cinema said happy birthday dear tom except d goes happy birthday tom cruise oh i wish i said <laughs> so that's funny. way better that's like the highlight of my night <laughs> happy birthday it's tom cruise yeah like th- that's tom cruise I-, I kept freaking i was just like that's tom cruise yeah yeah and and he, he noticed you senpai Dude, that is the hottest bit of Hey Fam Lord. That's like that's that's just, that's our new Kevin. Smith. I love your your Instagram post about it. it was oh great. yeah, I did the rap TV. <laughs> <laughs> was that you're fucking with it or something? You're rocking. Yeah, they with always it? end up. They have you have, you know that page? Yeah, like, of course. They're yeah, like yeah. they're like uh, Drake just had a like blah blah. You're rocking with it. <laughs> it's just like and they always use the like question mark emoji and the like exclamation point one. I'm obsessed with that. I I, I study their um, I study their. Uh, social media because it's so absurd. Yeah, yeah. So uh, an insane experience before the movie even started, and and then we're like, oh god, we got to watch a movie now. Yeah, and I, I I forgot to look up how long this movie was going to be. Before. I think it's the longest one. Yeah, and it was only because I was uncomfortable looking yeah, up at the so screen. So we were we were maybe three rows from the front, extreme left. Of the screen and next to the point when if anyone was on the far right of they the were screen, small. Right, they looked the, like the, fucking, the, yeah, it looked like Peter Jackson's um, Lord of the Rings when <laughs> they had like the um, you know, uh, like the depth uh, stuff. It looked like make, it looks like they were beaming in in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, they looked like a little uh, <laughs> Axel's head floating. Yeah. So I'm like, I, you know, the good thing about seeing it on um, it looks like they look like uh, what was it? it looked Mo- like the Flash going Modoc. back in time. Yeah, it looked like Modok. <laughs> Um, the best thing about seeing it on the Thursday with the four other people was I got there first and just sat like dead center. Great. Dead reckoning. Second, uh, like center of the cinema. Yep. I was like, perfect. And then I, yeah. So this one, I would have been pissed if I hadn't seen it first. I think like, I, I've not thought about anything else since watching this movie. It's, it's so <laughs> fun. And it's, it's, do- yeah, we drank yeah. the Kool-Aid, but this, like what Tom says, like, this is what movies are about. You know what I mean? And it just like puts to shame. Oh, wow. Siri's about to yell at you. Stop it just it. puts to shame anything else that I've seen in so long. Like it is the end. Ante- and I, you know, I don't want to like rag on it or say like whatever, but this is like literally the antithesis, antithesis to the experience. And what I also think is the final product of that I had with um, Fast 10. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, this is fucking nothing here is real. We're going to be ranking a lot of things tonight. <clears throat> but Vin like, and Tom, f- very similar guys in terms of like control freaks. Yep. Auteurs who do, but one is really good and famous and like well renowned for it. And the other is also that except the not really good part. And that's Vin Diesel, I think. <laughs> I think the f- first ranking of the night is um, ranking... 2023 movies that end with to be continued in part two at the end. Sure, which is most movies we've seen. So I would say at the bottom, Fast 10. Yeah. Worst cliffhanger. So stupid. I put across the Spider-Verse next. Number two, yeah. Like I think the only thing that I'm disappointed is that they didn't admit to it being part one in the title. I know. Well, they did originally. I know. And then they didn't, which I think think is like... And the best thing about this, it's kind of the inverse in a way. It it has part one. It's the first fucking thing you see on the screen, essentially. But it's also a complete feeling movie. Yeah. It has a... uh, It it reminds me a lot. And I said this to you when we left. Reminds me of like the two towers where you like, you know, there's a third one coming in that scenario. 
you know the story is not done, but it still felt like a whole film. Like mm-hmm. the way it was structured, there was a, a beginning, a middle, and a like and a big end. It doesn't end, and this is not a spoiler, but it doesn't end on a like how are a they damn gonna, about to how are they going to get out of this one? Yeah, like, it doesn't it, end on a like dun, dun, everything dun. wraps up, but like you know, there's still characters that for the first time it can be continued. Yeah, unlike yeah. the other films where it's neatly wrapped up, and I exactly. guess that was in there like standalone like can 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 we do bond essentially era you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but now they're like fuck it let's do and like i was very worried before i saw it being like oh this part one it's so weird like they don't have to do it but after seeing it i'm like oh no that's sick because like it means they can just i mean you know pun intended hit the ground running for the next one yeah like we know what the stakes are we know who the players are just just start the movie and that like i think is one whole film it's going to be huge. Like watching part one and part two back to back is going to be our generation. Incredible Godfather. six hours. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I cannot wait. No, I, yeah, I agree. It's the best of the part twos. Part to be continued. And have they filmed any of the next it's one done. yet? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. It's coming out June. It's already going to release that. another reason why it's Remember the best all the cliffhanger. Remember footage of him year. on the plane? Like, yeah, stuff, that's course. all for that. Yeah, right. He still said they're, like, they're still finishing it, like editing it and stuff. Yeah, but, but it's, it's all shot. But like, yeah. Like, they started shooting it like 2019. ain't. A Spider Verse ain't coming out for like done. three years, and they haven't even started Fast Eleven. No, they're, like, they're still brainstorming with Han <laughs> in, in the Guam Islands or something. Vin <laughs> Diesel is like so funny, man. I love him, but he's like, mm. he wants to be Tom Cruise production company stuff, but he just like, first of all, he looks like shit compared to Tom. Yeah, and he's ten years younger than him. He's ten years younger than him, and also like, is he no? Actually, he's not. He's like five years younger. Than him. Yeah, he's very like, like fifty six, right? Yeah, and he's just like. He has a charisma, but he's not charismatic, if you catch my drift. Well, he's a dumbass. That's, that's yeah. his main Well, problem. I don't think he is. I think, like, he wants to be a tough guy. I think he's, like, a thespian. Right. But he, like, presents. He codes himself as a dumbass. Yeah, okay. A meathead. Vin Diesel's age is 55 years. Very close. So, he's six years younger. Yep. Which is insane. I would love to celebrate his birthday with him one day. He would, yeah, he would say, yeah, I, I, yeah, I... This is about Vin Diesel. Happy birthday, Vin! Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, they both, like, they're very, like, iconic at red carpets. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, like, there's there's a lot of similarities in, like, the, the Rome. This film, even. The Rome connection. Well, I think what's a great thing about... It was weird that none of the characters said... Rome and I guess I'm going to Rome. I was okay. waiting for Vin to say... To, uh, Vin Rames to say to Benji, the only Rome you know is Roman noodles. <laughs> but it's very funny because, like... You can literally take those two scenes from the film, play them next to each other and be like, everything that's wrong about one and great about the other is present in those scenes. I yeah, think. totally. Because um, I was watching a Absolutely. featurette today about the, the uh, Mission Impossible Rome car chase. And this isn't, you know, we, we won't say a spoiler. You've seen in the trailer, there's like a uh, Lupin the Third reference. I was so excited, man. The, uh, there was Fiat 500. The he, tiny they pretty much, yellow. yeah, drive around. Him, Tom Cruise and Haley Atwell drive around in Lupin the Third. It's in the trailer. Yellow You've Fiat. It. Like it's, and it's, but like I, I noticed it in the trailer, but it, they didn't make the connection. And so like you were so deep in, in, in the movie. And I was like, Angus, Angus, trying to yell over D. And I was like, she was like, you can't. It's Lupin. Yeah. She was like, don't even bother. <laughs> I was like, again, I was like Lenny when he's waiting reading the awards yeah yeah even though i'd seen the movie i was just like but uh great sequence but they did it all during covid and so like that's why they had access to all those streets oh crazy and they're just like driving around doing it all and they're like everything is real and i was like a lot of car chases they will put in um cg cars besides the one that's got the characters in it just because it's safer yeah but in the behind the scenes it's every car is chasing them like It's just like, how the fuck do they do this? Yeah. And it's such a good chase. And it's not like... It's so hard to do good car chases now with CG because I know that the stakes aren't there. Like, like, yes, the visual artists are amazing. But there's something that's just not as thrilling as seeing people drive and smash a car. You know what I mean? There's some visceral feeling. And like... Well, Fast 10 really takes advantage of like the things that you can do with cgi but yeah. in a bad way yeah like, like in, the in, ping-ponging of the like bomb around and, and like, like yeah, the, the like, zoom from all the windows yes exactly and yeah, like yeah. the ignition and then like going through the and car. like drone shots where it will go like underneath the car and above. yeah and, like i think you sparingly those can be cool but, but it's like it's very it, maximalist it's just, yeah whereas this is like so it's like quick it's like edits a, and like yeah. It's classic. Yeah, it's like it's, literal Buster Keaton shit. And it's, it's like not about like effects. fucking, you know, nine extremely expensive cars. No, it's about a Fiat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and before that, it's about a, you know, a, car, a, a trashed... BMW. Yeah, yeah. It's the doors ripped off. It's, yeah. it's such, but it's like 
the editing, the blocking, like you know where they are, every part of the chase. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh, the, you know the distance for everyone. Like, and it's just, it's it's such an impeccably like- And, and then Pom in that Pom's scene so, is so just, fucking good. Just like animal style. Yeah, yeah. Like she's so good. Just this like fuck off truck. Yeah. God, it's such a good movie. It's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I can, the new characters. I think, I think six times since Monday, you and I, you or me, have either texted the like, other bro. one. What a movie. Dude, <laughs> it's so good. I'm so happy that it's as good as it is. Because like, yeah, since like, you know, what I, I that definitely goes protocol onwards. These movies have just outdone themselves. But as we know, as we see with most things in life, like there has to be a point where the magic stops. Yeah, for sure. And this one could have been the one because there was so much riding on it, but fucking hell. But man. you know what it is though? It's because he's like, Tom Cruise has found his partner yeah. and, and they probably limit make him. each other's work better. Yeah. I think, or like, you know, they, they can communicate with each other professionally. It's the opposite of and, it. And as a friend. It's weird because you don't see like Tom going that. on Instagram and being like, the ghost of Paul Walker says, you should come and do this movie with yeah. me, brother. And then deleting it. Like, <laughs> just subtweeting his cast members when he's in the trailer next to them. But instead will post like a four paragraph rant about like, what family means to him and yeah. just insane ramblings of like a and paranoid person. Yeah, Ving, Ving Rames doesn't post saying that he's playing Blade. <laughs> Ving Rames isn't like, hell yeah, final. That was, man, that's still my favorite post of the last three years on the internet. <laughs> and before that, uh, the, my favorite post in the, the three years prior was um, Tyree saying, uh, if the rock stars in the next Fast movie, it means his daughter will die. <laughs> Still, still like my favorite, like logic. Um, what about the Tyrese post where he was like mourning a relative and then started promoting his travel company? <laughs> He's like, if you want to fly to a funeral, you get a Voltron travel, which doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's I tried incredible. going to the website recently when I was telling somebody. Just about trying it. to buy flights. I, I, yeah, I was trying to I was trying to go to Rome for some of those Roman noodles. <laughs> Man, yeah. Uh, Everyone I like doesn't like Fast 10. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was a, an absolute mess. And I did, like, there was, there's a few, I think we'll get into it proper next yeah. week. And I, I, I want to see it we, again. So same. I think, which speaks volumes as to how much I liked, yeah. liked it. Like, I, I think there are, there are, I've watched movies that confuse me that I also hated, that I do, I'm like, I don't care that I don't understand that particular part of the movie. And also, remember the first Mission Impossible movie? I reckon that took me like three viewings. To yeah. be like, oh, now I know what's going on. Well, the biggest thing about this movie was that, okay, I saw Mission Impossible two at the at the cinemas. <clears throat> before I, I think I saw Mission Impossible one on TV, and then I saw Fallout. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I saw Ghost Protocol. So I've, I've I have seen a few of these. I've seen them all. Um, but like at cinemas, all the I mean. all the yeah at the cinemas. But I I hadn't. There were just a few. Like obviously, I, I didn't see three, mm-hmm. <clears throat> five, just three or five that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And then but then I watched them all in order last year. Having also se- already seen Fallout and then going like, yep, Fallout's by far the best of these. Yeah. I think the a lot other ones all have their merits in their own way. Fallout's like they finally perfected it. Like they, 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 it's like a perfect blend of most of what's come before, not all of what's come I would before. say it's a perfect blend of, of one and four. Yeah. <coughs> with, with, and five. With, with five. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a perfect blend of one, four, and five, and also three with the wife storyline. And yeah. I think three, JJ Abrams produced Fallout as well, I believe. Or maybe Rogue Nation was the last one. No, he produced Fallout as well. But it's like, I think like essentially there's one and two in the auteur era. But then I'd always say, I'd say from three onwards, it becomes a, a, it, it becomes like the second phase of these movies where there are characters that return. Benji's in them all, you know, the white Michelle Monaghan's in them mm-hmm. up until six. Like there is a thing. There's a syndicate they mention, And then like we see that. And yeah, like I it, it's... It, it, but six seems to be like this perfect distillation of it where it's like, you know, everyone, we're not going to introduce people. He's a great action movie. Yeah. And like, like, I think this is Simon Pegg's best one. Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah. He feels like as like central as more than he ever has to the team. Like he's and not like quippy yeah. side guy as much. And how much like it's obviously it has a smaller like core cast than Fast does. Mm. But like they gave all the cast something really important to do yeah, in the most story. of the like there's no muffin eating scene. <laughs> yeah. Pete Davidson doesn't Pete give Davidson, them a muffin. There's no Pete Davidson cameo. Yeah, no like, one no one flicks like dust out of their pocket sand. Pocket yeah. sand. But yeah, everyone has something to do. Uh it, it 
it's such a great ensemble cast. The other, the only, and I guess like, you know, we'll get into more, um, as we said, but there are parts of it where I'm like, oh, I wish I know more about this person or X's motives. But yeah, there's a I'm few, also like, like it's, a this few... is half a movie is another thing I'm kind of yeah, being like, you brought that up. I'm not going to penalize it yet because I know they're cooking. Yeah. My, like I have like two or three like criticisms of things that I thought could have been better explained or just better done in general. But like, as Angus and I were saying, like talking afterwards, like, because there is that, that part two coming, I think with more context. If this didn't have part one in the title, I'd be like disappointed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But because they're literally like, this is half of it. Well, yeah. One of them is pretty major, um, but we'll get to it next, next week. Um, I, and that said, like my like gripes with, yeah, like underdeveloped characters, not even underdeveloped is the wrong word. Just like, a, char- a character in a, uh, in a role that I think has been done much better. You're talking the antagonist? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Much better but previously. I mean, as in immediately previously. I think Henry Cavill is oh, I, far I think, my favourite. I think Cavill and um, John Voight in the first oh, one yeah, are like the yeah. best villains. Definitely. But then also, you know, and I guess this is like... And also fucking Solomon. Um, the villain from five and six. The one that gets like Joker... Oh, kidnapped. and also fucking three. Um, what's his name? Like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. <clears throat> I think incredible. Ghost Protocol has the worst villain. <laughs> yes, um, because to the point where he, it's so unmemorable. Yeah, I mean that's that, that movie kind of falls apart. The first two thirds are fantastic. Yeah, and then I, 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 a lot of people love it. It's their favorite. It's like kind of maybe in the middle for me because I think like the third act crumbles completely when they go to India and. There's like the the, the the car part. I don't know. Yeah. I just think it like crumbles. If it ended in Dubai, it would be one of the, it would, yeah, be, it would so be amazing. Here. Like that, the fight in Dubai that ends up with what's her name falling out the window. It's incredible. Fucking amazing. And yeah. just like getting into that room and the, that's you know the, the, the stuff not working and having the paper that's got the other stuff written of it in the other room and they like oh, change and the, the floors, the gloves, like the gloves, everything about that. Sh- is and incredible. then like you know how one of them doesn't work, so he's just it's going incredible. with one. Like that is that is probably like. That's like easily top three sequences in this series. And like, I've watched so much Loop on the Third since then that like, there are moments where one feels like they're referencing the other like constantly. And so to get like, I'm swear to you, the yellow Fiat scene. It would is have like, to be. It's so directly. Oh yeah. I, I've yeah. watched Castle of uh, <coughs> Cagliostro. Yeah. Cagliostro. That's, you know, one of the great car chases of all time is in that. Yeah. Yeah. I was losing my mind at that point. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, like, the, the character dynamics between some of the characters is very similar, too. Yeah, like, yeah. we can't say too much, but we'll, we'll put a spoiler part later in the episode, or... I reckon we'll spoil it. We'll do it next, next week. Yeah. We'll spoilers. But, but um, um, the new cast members, just, I think they're amazing. I think yeah. They're, like, some of the best characters in this series. I'm, and it brings something that we haven't seen before. So, like, I think one of the best things about Fallout is I was like, oh, wow, Henry Cavill's the best. Yes. And in this one, it's, oh, wow, Hayley Atwell is the best. Yeah, like 100%. I was already a massive fan of Pom, you know, even She's the amazing as movies. Mantis. She's like and one of the strongest parts of definitely. the Definitely. And films. like and you can tell because they kept increasing her role more and she more. She went from like a kind of side bit character to like, you know, huge in Infinity War, huge in 3. Yep. Huge, like they really like built made her like and She pretty yeah. much is the her and uh, Drax like the main stars totally. of, the, of the special and, and yeah. their uh, chemistry is amazing. But yeah, she's She's great. She's like phenomenal. Um, and very different to Mantis. Yes, totally. And yeah. Hey Fam favorite. In fact, we should maybe think about changing the name of the podcast to Shay Fam. Just Shay Wiggum fucking rules in the. It's his <gasps> man, his strongest you, performance in one of these. Just like, and it's not because he acted badly in the past. Just they gave him so much to do in this, and he just chews that fucking he's scenery, so doesn't good. he? God <laughs> he's, damn it, he I rules love in this man. movie, dude. He is like one of the greatest actors of all time. I love him so much Same. in this. Like, yeah, yeah, because like you don't. I don't know. Yeah, you just you love him, even though you're like, I don't want you doing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's kind of hunting people that you or something, and he's like, no. I yeah, don't. you don't want him to win, but also, but then and then he, he's he's he's. Well, no, you can't say anything. He's Zenigata from from Loop on the Third. Oh, he's, sure. The he's, cop. He's the cop. Like one step behind. Exactly, but you still want him to to have some kind of a win, just like, not the win where he you know he yeah. you know stops the hero. Just one of the best to do it. Yeah, I fucking love that dude. Fuck, it was such a great movie. It was such a good night to be. I'm so happy I was there. Imagine the Imagine, fucking. Dude, if you weren't there, I, I would have been dead. You telling me about this now? Like, oh, yeah. I said happy birthday to Tom. You'd be like, and I'd be like, no, you didn't, you fucking liar. She went, yeah, no, I did. I said happy birthday to Tom. 
He said, thanks so much. And I'm like, no, 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 you've done that with AI. I have no, I know you can do that. You would that, have. So you, sat, yeah. uh, you sat as two seats away from me. Couldn't believe Man, it. Man, I, I was just so relieved it was good because like, I love the Fast movies. I also know that they're movies where I can like switch my brain off. Yep. But the Mission Fossil movies, they've just like, they've, they're such a fascinating saga. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're insane. Like, you know what? Like we were saying before Tom Cruise had his auteur era. That was smack bang in the middle of those first two films. John Woo, like one of the most profitable uh, Eastern directors, you know, coming to the West at that point, had made like Face Off off the back of all these like huge films. And obviously Brian De Palma, like an auteur. But then from like three onwards, he's like, I'm going to get people that I work with and kind of I tell them what to do. Yeah, totally. So fascinating. Yeah, I think this is like, this is has moments that make it the least grounded. Oh, for sure. Oh, I don't even yeah. mean on a stunt level. I mean, like... The, no, the, like the plot. Plot, plot point. Yeah. Um, but and we'll get into that next week. At its core, it, 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 it's it's so enjoyable. It's like, yeah, parts are the least grounded, but also I'm like, it's a it's a series where people uh, carry around printers that print off masks and like yep. have James Bond gadgets that climb and, up walls. And messages and self-destruct five, three seconds after you And they walk into them. like... Russian bases with a screen to like change river this perspective. That's my it's one of my scene. favorite scenes. And the sound all, of, all the entire, yeah, 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 it's such a good scene. Um, it does. They, these movies do comedy really well too, and it's not. They've like, only gotten funnier. It's not quippy comedy. It's it's not Marvel comedy. It's like it's slapstick goof. It's loop on the third shit. It's, it's not. He's yeah. standing right behind me. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like yeah, fun. And Tom Cruise is really funny in it too. Like yeah. some of his delivery and yeah, you. It, it's really good. Fuck, man. Most of it is just like, you know, the disbelief of the things that he's doing. He's very like... I think we were saying like, and I I was saying in the car afterwards, I'm not sure if we were still together before, if we were saying it, but I was like, the best thing about Ethan is yes, it's, he's such a great, he's so, he he kind of, to me feels like, like Daniel Craig wishes he was playing that character because (laughs) he's constantly like eating shit. (laughs) He's in like, he's in a like state of disbelief at everything he's doing. And he's also like vulnerable. And I don't mean like, sad vulnerable or something like he's he's taken blows all the time and yep. like unsure of himself you know what i mean like and the thing always goes wrong and he's like we sure we got to do it this way you know what i mean there's something like really everyday man about it, even though he's not an everyday man i think that's like really interesting and he's a character that like you watch the first film and you're like oh it's just tom cruise whatever but he's kind of just become his own character that is tom cruise i don't yeah. know yeah it's weird like he could have been a nothing pretty boy whatever but it's been really interesting seeing him kind of become the like Elder statesman of the team. For sure. And also like 27 years with the fucking same character. Yeah, it's bonkers. Just like, no, there's been three James Bonds that will be, I think, by the time Dead Reckoning Part 2 comes out. That's insane. And like, yeah. There's been like four Batman <laughs> since... Dude, there was... Batman and Robin wasn't out yet, so there was still Val Kilmer, yep. George Clooney, Christian Bale, <laughs> Ben Affleck, and Robert Pattinson have all been Batman on screen. Some of them again. Some of them again. Michael Keaton was Batman as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Again. <laughs> um, there's been five Batman and one Ethan Hunt. Damn. There's only one Ethan Hunt. He's so good. Yeah. Um, so we're going to rank all of the missions impossible. Um, and we'll do a spoiler reaction for our second viewing next time. Absolutely. And then we're going to... Um, also, talk about all of our favorite movies of the year so far and our least favorite movies of the year so far. Um, so, you know, movies that we've talked about already, you know, putting them up against each other, trying to figure out what our favorite ones have been. But also, this is going to be really special for me because I'm going to try and fill in some 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 gaps in what... Because you've clearly seen more movies than I have. Yeah, no, I have. Um, although I just got the... I, a couple of movies that I have on you that I've yeah. seen that you haven't. They're just Slime got, Dunk and... And Shin Kamen Rider. Both are coming to Australia really soon. So Cinemas? Shin, Shin Carmen Rhino Amazon. is Amazon Damn. Prime, which is annoying. When but is that? In like three weeks' time. That's huge. And then the first Slam Dunk, uh, which is, I spoiler alert, my favorite movie of the year so far, um, it, a, a distributor has got announced. Um, oh, And it's huge. someone who, um, who, who st- the guy who not only started Madman in 1996, but two years after that, he's responsible for airing evangelion on sbs oh that guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah tim yeah. tim anderson i believe his name yeah, is yeah, so yeah. it's his new company oh huge and their first movie is the first slam dunk oh that's amazing i remember that guy he's like thank you can thank me for getting like evangelion on sbs yeah yeah um yeah so um very excited Thanks, for tim. you to see those fucking movies um, um friend uh, of the show tim. sure god of the show well 
friend of the show. <laughs> uh, if you want to be a friend of the show, you can by giving us money because mm. money buys friendship. That's right. And you can buy our friendship over at patreon.com slash heyfam. For $5 a month, you get a bonus episode of HeyFam every single week. Not just the bonus, it's the bestest. That's um, true. <coughs> this episode you just listened to, trash. The one you're about to record, incredible. I barely got a voice for some reason. I don't know where it went. I haven't been sleeping much this week. So yeah. I probably... we'll, like, we'll, we'll, we'll let you have a little nap. Um, and then I'll yep, wake up. Uh, Sugoiko. <coughs> yeah, Sugoiko is the name of the, of the new the new Interesting. Uh, distributor for Slam Dunk in Australia. But we're going to be talking about all those movies that aren't Slam Dunk and more uh, over at patreon.com slash heyfam. Please come and join us. You also get access to our Discord community. So if does Madman exist? What's that? Does Madman exist? Madman got bought by Crunchy? Crunchyroll and then Crunchyroll got bought, bought by Sony. So it's like, it kind of is a company that can't do much, I, th- I, I think. Because they still like do some things, don't they? I, I, I don't know how... Because Crunchyroll has like worldwide distribution now right. through Sony. Yeah, like you go see like a Demon Slayer film and it has like Crunchyroll before. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's um, so weird. But yeah, Madman I mean, Anime Lab obviously doesn't exist anymore. That's right. But this uh, Sugoiko does what does exist. So hopefully they, they do cool shit. Yeah, you should do some cool shit right now. Like going to Patreon.com/slash/HeyFam, and we'll see you later, alligator. Bye. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.